Hello, lovely people. Hey, could you do me a huge favor? If you are enjoying this podcast, will you share your favorite episode with a friend or someone that you think would appreciate it? That would be so wonderful if you could do that. Thank you. Welcome to Heal and Grow with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki Kraminga Hill. Here we talk about everything grief, hope, illness, work, family, tragedy, possibilities, fun stuff, and not so fun stuff. It's all on the table. Let's take a look at our lives and work to heal and grow together. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we are talking about what to say when you don't know what to say, which happens a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, right? And it's completely understandable. I think as humans, we want to be comforting to other people. We want to be kind and loving with our words. And I also think that we could use some help with that. Now, obviously, whatever I say on this podcast is my own opinion. So if I say something and it doesn't resonate with you on this subject or any subject, really, that's okay. You don't need to listen to me. But I have a little bit of experience in this subject, this whole not knowing what to say. So I want to share my experience with you. I haven't really talked about my mom all this much so far on this podcast, I don't think, other than I think in the intro episode, I mentioned that she passed. She passed away in February of 2016. Oh, well, I am just welling up here a little bit. Surprise, surprise. I feel like I've been so focused on my dad that I've sort of pushed my mom out of my brain. But here she is showing up, showing up in my tears. Wah, wah. <laughs> That's pretty Debbie Downer, huh? Anyway, my mom passed away unexpectedly in February of 2016, and it was absolutely horrible. It was devastating. Um, my mom and I were pretty codependent, actually. <laughs> We were really close. Like, we were close like sisters. At least, I think we were close like sisters. I don't know. I don't have a sister. I don't even know if I've ever mentioned that I'm an only child. I'm an only child. So, when she died, and the fact that it was unexpectedly, and I didn't really have a chance to say goodbye, it was really awful for at least, like, I don't know, two years. It was really all I could focus on. I was just so sad and depressed about it. And it was really touch and go for quite a while there for me. And I have such incredible people in my life. And people wanted to say soothing and comforting things to me. But many times what they said just pissed me off. <laughs> it just pissed me off. I know that that sounds horrible. You know, people are trying to be loving and kind to me, but sometimes what they said was just so ridiculous that it just really ended up making me mad. And so I wrote about it at the time and I put it in my book and I'm going to share that with you today. 
And just fair warning, I was pretty, I was feeling, excuse me, pretty sassy the day that I, that I wrote this. So just, you know, heads up. I got my sassy pants. Okay. This is called What I Wish You Would Have Said. What I wish you would have said to me when my mom died. A helpful guide. I've been thinking of this post for a long time, hesitant to write because I don't want to seem ungrateful. On the contrary, I am full of so much love and gratitude to all of you that lifted and continue to lift me up since my mom died two and a half years ago. And sometimes people say things that are well-intentioned, and I can appreciate that, but really miss the mark. Maybe I can help us out a little bit. To be clear, if you said anything to me at all, thank you. Even if it's on this list of what not to say, thank you for acknowledging that something awful happened. Thank you for wanting to take away my pain. Thank you for taking the time to love me. You'd be surprised at the amount of people who don't say anything at all. People who know all about it, people who see you every day, people who ignore your information, your email, your message, your text, your face, who don't mention a thing. My guess is that they don't know what to say. I understand that. And can we get over the I don't know what to say to you so I won't say anything at all to you syndrome? Can we start saying, I'm not sure what to say, but I love you? Regardless of topic, I think it's okay, no, necessary, to start saying this. So, if you said nothing, I wish you would have said, I don't know what to say, I love you. This is an honest and loving response. This acknowledges that you don't have the answers. Of course you don't. How could you? And it also acknowledges that you see that I'm hurting. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for loving me. This is truly an acceptable and wonderful way to deal with the uncomfortableness. If you said, let me know how I can help, I wish you would have said, I love you, and then just done something to help. Now, I would argue that this is a fantastic response to most things. However, in times of suffering, this is not helpful. This response puts the suffering person or people in the position of having to reach out to you when their mind is not at a capacity to do so. Just do something for them. Here are some ways that people just stepped in and did things for us that were helpful and required absolutely no action from us, except maybe a quick text response. Sent gift cards in the mail or an email for food and coffee. Brought food into our house, either through meal train look into this amazing sign-up website if you haven't already, or by texting and saying they were bringing food. And many of these people stayed and hung out to chat, and it was so nice to have friends in our house. People helped put the picture boards together for the service, which are still fully assembled and in my office. I can't bring myself to disassemble them, which is fine. People helped fold programs for the service. For the first few weeks, many friends sent a text asking if they could stop over. Yes, please come say hi. I will not be showering, but you are always welcome, which is still true. One friend sent me a card every week for the first year and continues to send cards from time to time. This was and continues to be such a joy. Speaking of cards, you can't go wrong with a short little note just telling someone that you're thinking of them. Two friends sent me gift certificates for a massage. Yes! 
This is just a tiny list of the love you received. And while I'm at it, please don't underestimate the power of checking in throughout the immediate months and even years after. One of the greatest gifts I received was from someone I didn't know all that well at the time. And now, I consider her a dear friend. She sent a card six weeks after mom died and just acknowledged that six weeks had passed. This was amazing to me because most people had stopped checking in after about a month. But I digress. If you said, stay strong, I wish you would have said, I love you. I understand the sentiment behind stay strong. You were telling me that I can get through this and it's meant as a pep talk. Well, first, I have no choice but to get through this. Second, telling someone to stay strong in any situation is pretty terrible advice unless they're in a weightlifting competition. But telling someone to stay strong after they've had a loss? Nope. Giving a person permission to feel how they feel at any given moment in any given day in any given week, month, year, lifetime is better advice. If you said, God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle, I wish you would have said, I love you. Friends, I do not have the energy to unpack how messed up this well-intentioned thought is. Let's just delete it from our vocabularies altogether. If you said, God needed another angel. I wish you would have said, I love you. God needs you to stop saying this stuff. If you said, she's in a better place, I wish you would have said, I love you. Although it is quite possible that mom is in a quote-unquote better place, the fact of the matter is I have no idea where she is. She's not here. I have hopes and beliefs and things that I tell myself to feel better, but I don't really know where she is. If you said, at least she didn't suffer, I wish she would have said, I love you. The truth is, I have no idea if she suffered at the time of her death. She went into cardiac arrest three times, and I'm guessing that's pretty painful, and there was a bunch of suffering involved. But I can't let myself think of this at all because it hurts too much. All I know is that when I left the hospital at 8 p.m. the night before, we were discussing what time she would be discharged the next day. By 5 a.m., she was dead. If you said, at least she isn't suffering anymore, I wish she would have said, I love you. My mom was always sick. There actually isn't a time that I can remember her not being sick. So, yes, having her not suffer anymore is one of the happiest things that I can think of. But saying it to me in those very first moments felt really yucky. If you said, I know exactly how you feel, I wish she would have said, I love you. No, you don't know. Even if your 65-year-old best friend, mom, died unexpectedly when she was all cleared for discharge the next day, you don't know how I feel. And I don't know how you feel either. If you said, this is just like when my cat or dog died, I wish you would have said, I love you. To be fair, the sentiment was uttered by several middle schoolers, and I can appreciate that they were just trying to relate. But if you are over 12 years old, this is never an appropriate response. If you said, I'm so sorry to hear this, or crap, or oh no, or you are in my thoughts and prayers, or that really sucks, thank you. And even if you said something that I didn't like, thank you. I love you. Now, this was written specifically about what to say when someone has died. 
But in the years following this writing, I've come to realize that it's not just for death. Divorce, job loss, illness. Man, when I found out that I've been sick for all these years, many people started giving me advice, and I wish that they would have just said, I love you. And so that's my two cents. Tell the truth and say you don't know what to say. And then remind people that you love them. Or if love isn't the word that you want to use, that's okay. Tell them that you care about them. Hey, you, listener, I love you. I care about you. Thanks for healing and growing with me today. Mwah. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered legal, health, or professional advice. I am not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast. This podcast is not intended to replace professional medical advice.